0: Dear Log, can it be true? Do all Simpsons go through a process of dumbening? Wait, that's not how you spell dumbening. Wait, dumbening isn't even a word! Welcome to Two Bad Neighbors.
1: Oh, yep, yeah, here we are. Hello. Uh Two Bad Neighbors is the show that you're listening to. It's your encyclopedic compendium of all things Simpson, seasons 1 through 10. My name is... Uh, don't say Debbie. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, Debbie, my name's Alan. Pleasure to have you again, Alan, here as have always. Me. What's happening? What? Uh, you're on my show. Oh, okay. What's right. the show called? This show is called Debbie Downer.
0: Debbie Downer's. <laughs> Debbie's Downers. Debbie's Downers. Yes. Are you talking about things
1: that are just really sad in your life? No, it's where I talk about drugs that (laughs) make you depressed. (laughs) (laughs) And how much to take.
0: And it's a sister show to Ursula's Uppers. That's which right. Is... <laughs> that's right.
1: It's exactly what you think it is. Yeah. The reverse of it's, that. Uh, yeah, it's the reverse. It's about cocaine, <laughs> baby. <Nice. laughs> Until you do it too much, and then it becomes a Debbie Downer.
0: Well, the <laughs> right, right. Thing about the you know Ursula's Uppers is that she just does cocaine the whole time. So eventually, it's not about cocaine.
1: It's not. It's also not a great show.
0: Yeah, it's it's a little off the rails. Uh, no pun intended. It's a podcast,
1: um, but, uh, and it's very visual.
0: That's right. <laughs> yeah. Just hear a lot of snorting the whole time. Yeah, <laughs>
1: um, which is an unpleasant sound. Yeah, no one likes that Over sound. the ears. Why would you want that in your ear holes? No, I mean, like, there's a reason why in the classic Ted Demi movie, Blow, oh uh, <laughs> they do a lot of blow, and it's muted in montage form, oh, because I it's remember. classy when it's muted, and you're listening to Black Betty over montage, Bam-A-Lam. and it's... Uh, <laughs> Really trashy when you have that. Oh, go on. Oh boy, yeah. you're welcome for that. I've never
0: seen Blow. I probably never will. Um, you said Ted Demi though. Is that the director? Yep. Is that related to Jonathan Demi? Yep. Oh no, they're both dead. Well, oh, for a while. I mean, probably. I knew I knew Jonathan was, but I didn't. I didn't even know who Ted Demi was. No. Has he? What else has he directed? Uh, um. do you know? <laughs> a bunch of Dennis
1: Leary. Oh no. Nice. Uh. Uh, uh, I know he he directed No Cure for Cancer. You know that Dennis oh. Leary stand up. Um, Talk about a Debbie Downer. <laughs> I'm gonna oh since, since since you asked so very nicely, I would love to look it up because it's a few things like No Cure for Cancer. Who's the man? The ref is probably the one that a lot of people who's would the know. Man? Um, yeah, who's the man? Let's look at that. Yeah, what
2: the um, hell is who's the man? I
1: know she's the man. Yeah, I was going to say, I know that. I know the man <laughs> yeah. with Samuel
0: Jackson and Eugene Levy. Also, yeah, it, it, also it's, true. It stars, oh, yeah.
1: it stars Dr. Dre and oh, yeah. Ice T. And it's, yeah. Um, so who is the man? Uh, probably Dr. Dre. Okay. <laughs>
2: Uh, yeah. Case closed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't gotta watch it anymore.
1: He <laughs> also directed the film Life with Eddie Murphy and Martin oh, Lawrence. Yeah, that oh, movie. Not to be and Life with Jake
2: Gyllenhaal, not confused no, with that. No, Not
1: to be confused with that movie. Um cool. he died long before
2: that. Ah, fair. Um, wait, movie, Life with Jake Gyllenhaal? Yeah. There's like a like a little weird space tentacle Isn't monster. Is that Ryan Reynolds?
1: Jonathan Demi was his. No, but Jake Gyllenhaal He's is in, in that world? with Ryan Reynolds. Really? Yeah.
0: yeah. I didn't know Jake Gyllenhaal was in that. Yeah. yeah they yeah. have
2: like barely any scenes together. Yeah. I thought uh,
0: it was like a, a, an a, a secret alien like uh, uh, side movie or something. Like Prometheus Yeah, like a, Yeah, like I thought it was something like that when I saw uh, trailers for it. Right, it right. definitely looks that way. Yeah. It does, it does. And then people didn't like it, so I never watched it. Um, hi, everyone. We're, of course, talking about The Simpsons. Yes, uh, <laughs> right. sorry. So very sorry. <laughs>
1: He's Jonathan Demme's nephew.
0: Oh, I, I see, okay. This nice. is the... Yeah. Th- thank you. Is yes. the closure? Yeah. I was curious uh, if uh, how to, they were related, and now we know to close the. Loop. And everyone knows. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, good good night, because we solved the mystery of <laughs> yeah. the episode. Yeah, yeah. we did.
1: Um, but we're here to talk mostly about the Simpsons. Mostly. And mostly because they all come out at night, <laughs> and uh, we are joined for the second time by a guest. Not, not by a well. guest for the second time, but but it's his second time on it's our show. His second
2: time. We've had guests way more than twice. So many. I oh so so feel like more I'm being picked up at a party, and I'm not into it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Sorry, we're very much stumbling over our own drink here. <laughs> It's like, hey, uh, I don't know if uh, I don't really do this very
2: often. But, you know, I uh, think my cat come here. A- around here. Yeah. Oh no! no oh, oh, oh no! I've just spilled God. it all over yeah. myself. Yeah, and I, I this was shirt cost
1: so much money, and then you see me run to the bathroom
2: <laughs> in tears. In tears. <sighs> what have I? Hi, done? Mike. Hi, hello. Nice to be here. It's Mike nice Rolfe, everybody. It's me. I'm back. Once again, he's on the show. For the what first was the? Time for the
0: last what time? was the? Uh, so you're a two timer now. You're official two timer. Yeah. Um, what was the? What was the first episode you were on?
2: Uh, I can't keep track of it. I can't. So. I can't even keep okay, track of well, it. I, can't, I, can't, I You can't have remember, two to keep I... track of. <laughs> I have of like 150. <laughs> I am not gonna say I have that's an excuse. excuse? <laughs> well, I was in the midst of being hit on by two guys at a party, and then well, I right. had no idea what was going on. So,
1: <laughs> I spilled my drink everywhere, <laughs> and I
2: remained silent. <laughs>
0: That's my move.
2: <laughs> Often move, a move. better move. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Arguably, yeah. <laughs> it definitely raised your chances over his. Yeah. So. I think
1: it worked. Um, just need so many olives of my martinis. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's just a jar of olives. See,
1: the thing is, that doesn't happen anymore. Mm. You wouldn't see somebody at a bar because you wouldn't be at a bar. No, bars, no. Are, bars are bars goes. are closed bars are cancelled bars are cancelled <laughs> in um, other cancel culture Yeah <laughs> <laughs> but let's uh, let's let's not dwell it's too not, much let's on Let's not dive
2: that. into that. Uh, oh, much yikes, a poo about yeah. nothing, by the way. Is that's, the episode yes, that's the one. Uh, much Ado do about nothing? Much a poo about nothing. Oh, much a poo about nothing. <laughs> we <laughs> had oh. you
1: on because you were in much Ado about nothing.
2: Right. Yes, I and do. And because you that enjoy that.
1: taking a poo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that's <laughs> a given.
2: I, uh, <laughs> Interestingly <laughs> enough, doesn't love a good poo. I, I don't mean,
1: think anyone does. If doesn't.
2: you're saying you don't, then you've never had one. <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs>
1: Which Which case please see a doctor. Yeah. Immediately, increase your fiber <laughs> now. Eight minutes in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what poo joke? Yeah. yeah okay. So, uh, before we get into the episode, let's uh, mm. let's begin with uh, the way we do every single episode. It mm. seems.
2: Anyway, how have you been? Like, <laughs> oh, I've been so good. Just, you know, living my best life out of my house, which yeah. I can't leave. Yeah. I can leave it, but it, it feels like I'm, I'm lying like to someone. Like, I feel like I'm leaving and the camera's on me. <laughs> which, you know, it's 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 fine. But it's it's great. And it's, ni- and it's always, like, nice to be back and watch something new. Because Simpsons is so new for me all the time. Mm. I just never watched it as a kid. So every time I come at it, I'm like, oh, like, never really watched it. And excited to experience it for the first time.
1: Yeah, you've um, you've sat in a couple of times when like I was doing it um, when when Al and I were were uh, distancing mm-hmm, whilst mm-hmm. doing this show, um, and I think you sat in on a couple of episodes. Oh, I think so. When we were when I was just watching them. Yeah. Um, like the Australia one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that was yeah. That would have been a while ago, but like that counts absolutely. Like <laughs> just like you get to I you, you just see these episodes. Yeah, I get a scan. I yeah. get a
2: scan of of like usually I would say the best of the best because I feel like when you come across an episode you don't like you you <laughs> like hes you, you get on the couch and you're like, oh. Just like deep sigh
0: He's visibly upset Yeah
2: Like this is about to be the biggest chore um, <laughs> And and then he gets through it And you know what I don't even know if I stay for those ones Because I can feel that Like I'm just like The yeah, energy It's not the same bad, bad vibes I
1: set off just the worst vibes
2: <laughs> for, yeah, for certain just episodes the
1: worst And I'm, I apologize ah, for that It's okay. a television program I shouldn't <laughs> feel this way about it No, no That yeah, like, I I genuinely enjoy, like, I even enjoy watching some of the shitty ones, because then I get to talk about them. Yeah. And people uh, heroically uh, fucking... Enjoy us enough to pay for it sometimes. Which yeah, is they sick. are heroes. Yes. Yeah, all I, would like to,
0: I would like to publicly state right now, all of our Patreon uh, subscribers are heroes. Yep. Uh um, we love you all. Uh, we hit our
1: goal. We did. That's the big nice. news. Which
0: we, we 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 hit it a while ago, but we haven't recorded since. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, But yeah, we hit our goal of hundred. Uh, so we're do we're, we're 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 full speed ahead with uh, Simpsons D and D. It's happening. Nice. So it Greg's is. already been uh, creating the character classes. Yeah, and. Uh, uh I don't know, I can probably announce I'm gonna be uh Principal Seymour Skinner. Yep. Nice. Uh, <laughs> so I gotta start I was actually like in my car the other day just like uh just saying like, you know, oh y- young young man, that's <laughs> that's not that's not very good, young man. <laughs> like trying like trying to find a good trying skinner, to find where it lies. skinner impression yeah, that yeah, will work yeah. with yeah. my
1: voice and it won't feel forced or anything, you know? Yeah. Um yeah, so so there's that it's that's so good. good I'm glad you're working on that yeah. that's that's exciting I can't wait for you to read it because there's like <laughs> this one there's this one thing that it, 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 it's it, it's fuck it I'm just gonna say it because it's fucking great I am so pleased with myself that I did this it starts at level 9 uh huh when you reach level 9 you gain the ability called Armin Tamzari. oh no <laughs> So you're gonna make me like avoid trying to get to level nine. What you're <laughs> well, here's the thing: uh-huh. when you get to level nine <laughs> and you receive the ability Arm and Tamsarian, your past comes back to haunt you. Oh shit! And you can either choose to destroy Cannon and leave town forever. <laughs> <laughs> I've chosen to leave town forever. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you do that, <laughs> you can immediately swap out Skinner for another character <laughs> at level 10. Oh great. <laughs> and start them at level 10. That's
0: that's pretty cool. Yeah.
1: That's sick. <laughs> However, oh, no. if you choose to stay mm-hmm. Cannon is already broken. There's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> uh-huh. And it uh, leaves everyone with an aura. It leaves you with an aura of confusion oh, around no. you. Within, So any enemy within 10 feet basically has to make a saving throw or they become confused.
0: Now, can That's we also cool. say that if any other character ever mentions Armin Tamzarian... Uh, yeah, the the
1: penalty is torture. Torture, yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> After level nine, if you ever mention Arm and Thames area, and after that moment, uh, the penalty you is like torturing. yeah, you yeah. roll
0: a dice and you get some kind of torture, yeah, uh, based on the d twenty. Yes, <laughs> yeah. it's like a wild magic torture. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's
2: a wild <laughs> magic torture. <laughs> yeah.
0: So this is the kind of thing you can expect from our Simpsons D&D series, which will be launching exclusively on our Patreon. So if you want to get in on the ground floor and subscribe to our Patreon, uh, I I mean, we're probably going to eventually come up with another goal, another stretch goal. Mm -hmm. We haven't thought of it yet because we're just going to focus on this right now. But keep that in mind that, uh, you know, if you subscribe, two bucks a month, you get all of our content, including the upcoming Simpsons D&D. And... Rain of Fire Rain commentary. of Fire is coming <laughs> this month, my friends. Yeah. I'm very excited. We haven't recorded it yet, but I'm very excited to watch yeah. that movie. Camille's going to be on. Camille's going to be on. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, dragons. We love dragons. We love dragons. Um, here. And dungeons are okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> put them together. Sometimes good. Yeah. yeah
1: sometimes.
3: It's if more it's about like the and game, It's good. It's if more it's, about uh, the it's, <laughs> If it's a movie, it's bad. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's more about the
2: and It's more about the end.
1: The, the ampersand. The ampersand. Ever notice how there's an and in ampersand? He did it. <laughs> Illuminati <laughs> yeah. confirmed.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Illuminati
3: confirmed. Yeah.
0: So uh Greg. Yeah, what's up? Last time we saw each other. Uh-huh. Uh we went to see a movie. Yes, we did.
1: Um We went. Uh-huh. We sorry. I should be more ex- enthused about this. We physically, both of us, <laughs> left our separate theater. houses, drove in a vehicle. <laughs> well, yeah. you drove. I walked. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was fucking stoned. <laughs> uh <laughs> And I uh, don't smoke and drive. No,
2: bad no, idea. Don't smoke and no. don't. Yeah.
0: So, However, yeah. drive to the movie theater, get stoned in your car. In the car. And, and, then and go then watch then it. You go and, in. And, and then and it's you great. Can poop yeah, home baby. And then by the time the movie's done, you're not stoned anymore. <laughs> you so nailed great. it.
1: You nailed it, guys. <laughs> we did it. That's the formula. And then there's popcorn um, and it's delicious. Yeah, it's I really so wanted the... Uh, the experience of walking, though. Mm. Anyway, well, we I, went I, I,
0: I, I probably would have liked that as well. I don't live as close yeah, to the yeah, movie
1: yeah. as you do, uh, so like, there's a whole. Uh, anyway, yeah,
0: yeah, we yeah, went, we went, we went and see, we went and see Tenet, Um Christopher Nolan's uh, film that is going to save cinema. Yep, um, <laughs> uh, For those that aren't aware, uh, <laughs> the world's still on fire, but Canada's, uh, you know, at least got things. Contained in some way.
1: Clawing our way. Inch by inch, yeah. back from the brink of oblivion. Yeah. And to celebrate, we opened Cineplexes. That's right.
0: Uh, <laughs> so, you know, they're distance seating, all this stuff. Like, I, I felt safe myself, um, mm-hmm. but obviously we, we don't advocate people doing it. If you don't feel safe, especially in the U.S., where it is seemingly <laughs> still don't a nightmare. Go uh, <laughs> <to> the <theaters laughs> don't go to the theaters in the United States. Yeah. Um, unless, apparently, you can rent out an entire theater, which I've read some critics on uh, have done. Done so and it's not they say it's a widely available and not as financially uh, big of a setback as you might think i bet so like i haven't looked into what the price actually is but that sounds like a pretty like that'd be pretty cool that if i lived like in the states yeah. i would be like you know wh- whoever's in my bubble let's rent out the theater together and go see a, a fucking tenant i mean like if you have a bubble of course yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i guess yeah I, I still don't really
1: know i don't
0: like it, it's such a weird disconnect right now of like what's happening in the states and there's what's happening
1: 50 here. different states doing 50 different things exactly <laughs> Figure it out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We have friends there. We're very worried about. Them. Yeah, yeah. Oh boy. And yeah, let's make it all about me. Of obviously. course. Yeah. It's it's, yeah. it's all um late. Let's talk a little bit about Tenet, Then we can move on. <laughs> yeah. Do we
0: want to? Do want to like uh, mark this as a potential tangent, or do we want to just? Dive I don't, in? Mike. You haven't seen it. I haven't seen so it. So let's. So not. let's okay. So yeah. let's not make it a, an official TBN tangent yeah. that yeah. we'll release on the Patreon. We'll just t- give some brief thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. then we'll move on. Yeah, we'll, we're still going to talk about it. Yeah, just, well, yeah, I mean, yeah. we, we don't want to spoil anything. Just we don't, we just, uh, I think my general thought is uh, first half, very good. Second half, very bad. Uh, it collapses in on itself and becomes uh, a weird, self-indulgent uh, mm. mess. It starts that... going up its ass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> uh, and um, I had such a good time for the first half that I was so excited. And then... There's so many little story bits and and threads and things that I'm like, okay, well these are all like these will pay off. There'll be oh. payoffs for all of these. And a couple of them are. Our. Okay, and so I'm like, okay, so they're doing some of them, so they got to do all of them. But no, they don't do all of them. Uh, a very egregious one, in my opinion, uh, is not paid off. And just, uh, just Which the kind of what, what the opera?
1: Oh, right, the opera. That's yeah. all I'm going to say. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. Oh, interesting. All you had to say was that because we both had the same conversation when yes. we were outside the theater. It was like, why didn't they do that? Yeah. Um, they and were they were setting it up. <laughs> they
0: were setting it up. <laughs> they were. It's so weird. The ending's so boring. Guys, e- ending's Aww. bad. Uh, and the sound mixing's really bad. And this is a common complaint amongst many people who's who've gone to see it. Um, so, you know, I couldn't understand half the dialogue. I saw it in
1: both IMAX and Ultra AVX, and the projection in Ultra AVX was so stupid that I was ready to complain. Um, but yeah, then I, it didn't fully yeah. like
0: take up the screen that was in the theater, and I, yeah. yeah,
1: I I also couldn't tell if I that was that a was mistake
0: th- or if it was just like the like the, the reel they got or something. I you know? think it's the reel that uh, they yeah. got.
1: I think it's the IMAX. They got an IMAX ratio. Oh, because the IMAX is slightly wider. Yeah. Yeah. Than than an actual widescreen AVX yeah. uh, cinema. Because IMAX is sixteen to the, nine. It's something else. Yeah, it's right. it's um it's closer to full screen. Yeah. Um, but not. Uh, right, right. I went next door. To the other AVX, where they were playing the same movie, mm. and it was in the exact same aspect ratio. Mm. Okay. So I was like, "Fuck, yeah. fuck, they fucked us." It's you can only really see it in its proper uh, full fullness in IMAX. Wow. Because he filmed the whole thing on IMAX, yeah, oh, which is incredible. Is it's that is incredible. Incredible. However, you have to. Make sure that you're going to a cinema that has a good IMAX screen mm-hmm. and a good projector. Mm-hmm. The landmark one that we went to, not great. Mm. So, guys, if you live in Calgary, <laughs> Chinook M- try, might be the best. Try one. Chinook. Yeah. Let me know. Yeah, let me know what you or think. If you work for Landmark, yeah. <laughs> no, take notes. Yeah, know that. Shame on you, CEO of yeah. Landmark, <laughs> listening to Dude. this podcast Dude. from Australia. <laughs> it, uh, I think it's a Canadian chain. Is it a game I, think so. I yeah. do believe so, yeah. Um, he had a little, uh, the land, the Landmark CEO had a little thing to say before our screening. So did
3: the Cineplex CEO. I uh,
1: think that was just a doctor of infectious diseases. <laughs> yes.
3: I <laughs> recently
0: saw him as well. Yes. Really? Yeah. I thought it said Cineplex CEO on the bottom, but I, 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 I think was it was high. just a doctor. Uh, sure. You were too? <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, great. Of course. You're I'm so, things go backwards. I'm, I'm so, so glad. So I'm I'm so, so so I just so explained glad. my whole process. I drove right, there. Yes, I got yes, high yes, in my yes. car. I thought it in the theater. That
0: wasn't hypothetical. No. That was what I did. Yeah. That's very good. I'm glad, and then you it was did. great because I could tell Greg was super high too, <laughs> but he couldn't tell I was. So of course, of course, good for me. Um, yeah. yeah, very good. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, yeah, the, 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 the score is very good. is the thing too. And that's what really kind of bugged me even more is that the score was so awesome. Like I was again, like that open, the opening scene, I think is my favorite part of the movie really? and the score, when the score kicks in, they start running. It's like, dum, 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 dum. and I'm like, Oh shit, this is fucking incredible. Um, and then it just, yeah, just kind of <laughs> downhill from there, but, uh, with some like high points still, but, yeah. uh, but then yeah, there's parts where the score is so loud and you can't hear the dialogue and I'm like, what? What's going on here? I, yeah. I, this is a weird, convoluted movie, and like, I get it for the most part, but like, some of the dialogue I'd like to
1: hear, even though it's, you know, they're the performers. Plot, the plot's pretty silly. It is. It's very silly. It's very James um, Bond. It's James Bond for the first hour and a bit. Yeah, and then, and that's the stuff I really like because yeah. there's ah, uh, there's a heist. There's two Love heists heist. in this Love movie that are most fucking are great. Those good heists. They're great. And heist. yeah, it's there's there's the the art heist is great mm-hmm. and the plutonium heist mm-hmm. is great. There's some great stunts. There's some excellent like those are the parts where you're like, I don't care that the sound is oh insane yeah. because it's like everything is hit, your senses are being hit
0: so hard yeah. that you're just like but again like that's there's no dialogue happening in those moments yeah and that's the good stuff right <laughs> yeah.
1: that's that's right. where there are some pretty great stunts it's worth seeing on on a big screen that's the thing yeah. i do think
0: it's worth seeing uh, if if you're able to and if it's safe but uh, i also think that likely if things are calmed down next year they'll do a re-release because yeah. oh, they need to make their money <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes they do yeah, of course. and this is
1: a clearly very expensive movie yep It's more expensive than it needed to be Yeah, by a lot. Uh, And I think a lot of it, as we were leaving the theater, it dawned on me that I've heard from the folks who uh, we know who work in the industry uh, that the most expensive stuff comes from making characters who are supposed to be rich look rich.
2: Mm -hmm. Right. It's all their their suits, their dresses, their shoes. Lots of boats. They got oh, tiny giant yachts. Well, I'm, and I'm shit. thinking small. <laughs> they, yeah, Sorry. think bigger. Oh, like yes.
1: a like a James Bond villain lair as a yacht. Oh wow. Yeah,
2: and um, of course because it's Christopher Nolan, he built it right. Because it's like it's, it's a it's, yacht. Kind of like it's a real yacht. Inception, right? Where it's like, oh, I'm gonna make, I'm gonna build a hallway that rotates in order yeah. to have a fight on the ceiling rather than use cables. Well, I am mean, sure, <laughs> there's cables involved, but in
0: Inception, when uh, Saito's like, oh, I just bought the airline. It seemed cleaner. Like that's essentially what he did for this movie. Yeah, Right. 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 I just right. bought yeah, l- I just bought this whole airline so I can do these stunts here. Yeah. And, yeah. I bought
1: this back. tarmac where we exploded this entire <laughs> <laughs> like Jesus Christ. <laughs> like these things that I'm talking about are the stuff I loved yeah. about this movie. Like the bigness of it I enjoyed, but then of course it goes right up its own ass. Yeah. Anyway. It it becomes uh it's just, a black hole. Just just bad, honestly. Yeah. I think it's
0: his worst film. Um oh.
1: and you've seen following, and I have seen following.
0: The thing is, I I almost <laughs> feel like following is a hard one to include in the in the <laughs> conversation because it's his film school movie. It's you very you know, difficult. like it's, yeah. it's 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 his, his like pr- it's his first film. Whatever, yeah, like, it's yeah, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. like he's not really doing Nolan y shit yet. Like he hasn't found his own voice. Even yeah. some pretty Nolan. He's got shit some Nolan y shit. He's <laughs> got
1: some like Nolan y shit character wise, and like yeah. but like I mean, in terms and, of like the spectacle and like linear. Storytelling wise. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. He eschews that right out the gate.
0: Yeah, but uh, I think of of his big uh, everything post following, I think this might be his worst film. Uh, Like, I like Insomnia. It might be, I might like Tenet more just because it's more fun. But uh, Insomnia at least has like a, I don't know, a through line. And I'm a huge stan yeah. for Insomnia. I know. I love yeah, Insomnia. Yeah. So anyway. Um, That's a movie
1: that I just love curling up next to and falling asleep <laughs> because Al Pacino can't. Because he can't. <laughs> <you're> like, <laughs> oh my I'm sleeping man. and you're not, idiot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just, um, just let me sleep. <laughs> and it's also like one of those movies where I'm like, oh, Robin Williams, you should have gotten another Oscar nomination. Oh, yeah for that movie specifically and it's also probably Pacino's last truly great performance and Swank is fine. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like
2: Hillary Swank? Yeah, yeah, she's not I, I mean she's
0: in a Nolan movie. She's not given much. Yeah. She's, <laughs> yeah. she's a woman
1: in a Nolan movie.
0: Sorry. <laughs> what can you do? Oh,
2: I Oh, Interesting. I've never even heard that before. Really? Yeah, I've never heard that. Well, we can do the rundown if you like. <laughs> well, I I feel like we will never get to the, the Simpsons but the, I, uh, I Yes. Well, let I me just like put like it this way, it. the the
0: like common like kind of joke as we're building up to seeing Tenet as a as a culture yes. is uh, how many dead wives are going to be in this movie. Oh. oh, oh so like, Got that's it. just like, that's the kind of idea that's associated with Nolan is he, he likes to kill wives, <laughs> right. whether in the movie or like, p- in real before life. What? Th- no, no oh, wait. oh no, wait, he's a serial murderer. <laughs> oh my God. Zodiac? <laughs> Someone needs to stop him. Evan <laughs> Thomas has been dead for years. Each,
2: each film is a, is a new love note <laughs> to uh, a yeah. former he's wife. He's like, why isn't anyone stopping me? <laughs> that's, like, that's, like, that's the, the end, end like- credits <laughs> of Tenet. <laughs> that's the bonus scene. <laughs> why hasn't
0: anyone stopped me yet? <laughs> And then just the names of the people he's murdered. <laughs> I gave you all the clues.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Mr. <Mister> Police. <laughs> you could have stopped <laughs> he's me. He's the snowman?
0: He is the snowman. He is the snowman. All wow. right. Um, well, that's our tenant talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. Nice. Uh, it's a palindrome, you see. Um <pulse>
3: Should Clats? we? Yeah, let's anyway, do it. Should we dive in? All right, <laughs> yeah. we're going to talk
0: about the episode now. Yeah. Yay! What you are actually are here for? Um, <laughs> this is uh Lisa the Simpson is the episode we're talking about today. It's it's the seventeenth episode of season nine, uh, written by Ned Goldrier and directed
1: by Susie Dieter. Original air date March eighth, nineteen ninety eight. Now this is interesting, mm. um, because Susie Dieter is a like a a, a long time Simpsons, uh, yes. Simpsons director. Yes, and, and this is her last episode. Really?
0: Yes, I, b- I think she might come back for a season. Eight. I, r- I was reading this before we started, mm-hmm. uh, a season eighteen episode or something like. Okay. As like a little like, yeah, I'll do another one. Here. But like this yeah. is when she's like this is her last one as like an official like on the Forever. team kind of thing. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. she does. She comes. Uh, she comes back for uh, season eighteen. Nailed it. Nailed it. Um, and she goes into uh, briefly uh, Futurama. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. And. Let's see
0: here. Well, and uh, Ned uh, Ned Goldreier, I just n- noted this as well. Uh, is this is his first and I believe only like full Simpsons writing credit because he also wrote for Treehouse of Horror uh, seven or whichever one has Easy Bake Coven. Okay. Uh, so that's the last. That's he wrote that segment in Treehouse, mm. and then he's written this episode as a as a full episode.
2: But is that's the only credits he has as a writer. Is that the one where? Marge is a witch, and like, oh, I, I do see these episodes <laughs> yeah. in passing. All right, <laughs> mean they the know. Uh, yeah, that's. Uh, <laughs> I think that's the
1: season, right? Was yes, that the one we did. Yeah, yes, it's all ties into my brain in weird ways. No, I get it. <laughs> Sometimes I don't know where one ends and the other begins unless I look at the lists.
0: Yeah. Mm. Well, it's a palindrome. Um, yeah. <laughs>
1: It should it should end where it started, right? <laughs> Tell me, if, yeah, no,
0: that's that's what I was like. This whole movie is leading up to this, <laughs> and then it do, and then they're in the desert, and I'm like, what's happening? <laughs> Tell me I'm crazy, here. guys.
1: Tell me I'm crazy.
3: <laughs> anyway. They even
1: talk about it. They're like, oh, let's go back to the opera. <laughs> Duh, that'll be a great idea. <laughs> then they're mm. in the desert, and you're like, what the fuck? That's, anyway, <laughs> anyway. See, it's not really a palindrome. Is the point? <laughs> that's that I'm trying to make. It fooled you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. subversive. Good <laughs> job, Chris. Inversive. All right. Uh.
2: <laughs> you can call him that. He's your friend. You can yeah, call him
1: Chris. He's my very close friend. <laughs> yeah, best friend.
2: I call him Toph. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Toef for Nolan. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> I,
0: you call like... him, I call him Furlin fir- Boy. <laughs>
1: Furlin fir- Boy. <laughs>
0: It's the last syllables of both of <laughs> these Christopher yeah. Yeah. Ferlin. Fur- uh, anyway. <laughs> this episode. How do we feel about this episode, guys?
2: <laughs> oh yeah. Mike, I'll let you take this one first. You know what? I uh So we talked about Debbie Downers earlier. Is this is this <laughs> meant to be a, a downer? This is a uh lease. very good question. Yeah. This is a a lease episode, and a lot yeah. of the time uh
1: lease episodes. It contain an element of of soul searching. I I often find Lisa episodes very very funny, but also uh, unique in the way that they aren't afraid to tackle existentialism in a it's lot of ways. It's very existential,
2: yeah, and it's self reflective for sure. Yeah,
1: and so in in that way, like if if you felt like you got down a little bit, I think that that is definitely the intent of this episode in yeah. in in the way that like you know like first act second act you're going to feel a downer but third act you come back yeah. that sort of thing um so i think that is intentional absolutely if you felt that
2: yeah, well, she, you know, she goes on this journey where, you know, she it it all starts with a problem that she can't solve, but everyone can figure it out. And you know, like we've all been there, I'm sure, <laughs> staring at a Sudoku that someone finished two <laughs> hours ago, being like, oh "No, I've God. never not finished a Sudoku. I've, um, you've never not finished
1: one. Yeah, I've always been able to do it. Great, I can't always close one.
0: Uh, what? You always close? Always be closing? Yeah, always, always be.
1: <laughs> always be finishing a Sudoku. The trick is, I don't know how to play. So I oh, just oh, so you just write numbers fill numbers in. Okay, well that's you yeah.
0: haven't finished well, I,
2: any I, yeah, of Yeah, hold then. on a second. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel I feel like the that was a different point, but so yes. yeah, I love <laughs> crosswords. I just write words in there that I like. <laughs> yeah, that are about the size of the square. Oh, well, look, I did it. Um. But, yeah, so it is – you know, it is a – it's a interesting episode because I definitely – especially in the beginning, less so near the end when she kind of, like, comes around to herself again. But, like, gets a major sort of, like – anyone here read the short story? I think it's a short story, Flowers for Algernon. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah it's got that vibe to it. You know, like, she's oh, yeah. losing a part of – like, she's gaining something. Like, she – like, she's, you know, she's smart or she already has these, like – mental capabilities it's like we're starting halfway through that story flowers for alternon where it's like oh i'm super capable and really smart and then she does this like nosedive um when she finds out that she has the simpson gene which the the way it's also solved i have a like a strange relationship (laughs) to, sort of like she sees all the women in her family she's like oh oh thank god bullet dodged and it kind of feels like uh almost like like selfish on <laughs> her behalf. Isn't it interesting? Like, yep. I think it's weird that she, you know, comes in at the end. And she's like, Oh, thank God I'm a, I'm a woman in this family because now I'm going to be able to succeed. And she doesn't care about the, the boys and their yeah. Dumb, dumbness. Yeah. Well, Bart, and then
0: that's, that's the whole thing, right? Is that Bart is just kind of treated as uh, a, a joke in this episode. Um, this is
1: where you and I are going to branch. I know this. Okay. Because I really like this episode. Okay. I like it a lot. Okay. However, <laughs> I fucking hate what they do to Bart and I'm like and I know you do too. Yeah. Um, but I still like the episode. Right, and it's sure. really hard. Yeah. For me to like this episode and just be fine mm-hmm. with what they do with Bart because this doesn't stop from here. He's like, a failure.
2: Oh, oh like this is the turning point this for is, him forever. For me, yes,
1: it is. Before uh. this it's basically he's gonna be a Supreme Court
2: justice. Do they have one of those future episodes where they see him? They earlier? they have like, a
1: flash forward. Oh yeah, there you uh, go. at the end of the uh, Itchy Bart- Scratchy movie, yeah, itching and Scratchy movie, where he is a Supreme Court justice um, with his dad, and they go see the movie. Finally, yeah. after he becomes a, a chief justice, of, chief the justice of the Supreme Court, Supreme yeah. Court, and um, in the episode with uh, Lisa's uh, Lisa's wedding. Uh, with Hugh, he talks to Hugh that this construction thing is just so he can save up enough money to go to law school. Yeah. Right. And you're like, oh, that's a neat way to keep continuity Mm -hmm. there while still presenting him as kind of like this, like a deadbeat and recognizable Bart. But they still are sticking to their guns. He's going to law school. He'll be a lawyer. He'll parlay that into a judgeship and he will eventually become a Supreme Court justice. Right. And that is beautiful. Right. This episode, he's going to be a spectacular failure. And this is something that they hold fast to for the next twenty years. Oh my gosh. Yes. Um up until Barthood, arguably. Up until Barthood
0: uh, of the ones we've seen in yeah. in the zombie years is uh a unique one in that sense. Yes. And it's possible there's other episodes that we haven't watched yet that do something similar, but for the most part, any future episodes, future-based episodes, uh, after this, very much paint him as a, a deadbeat loser who will amount to nothing. Um, <clears throat> I think this is a good time to uh, just do a little... little, little... Uh, Into the mailbag, as we have a uh, a nice long message from Christy. Let's do it. Oh, Uh, I'm not going to read the whole thing. We promised we would do this, yeah, Uh, because it is very long, which I I appreciate reading myself, but I just won't uh, (laughs) subject our (laughs) listeners to just me, yeah, just me reading something. You know, like that's 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 the thing. Uh, Anyway, uh, so she says, uh, I don't feel I can call Lisa Lisa the Simpson a bad episode, uh, but I really dislike the premise. Specifically, I really dislike what it does to Bart. Um, If Cartridge Family was the birth of jerk-ass Homer, I think Lisa the Simpson and the whole simpson gene thing plants the seeds for the deadbeat Bart that we see in the flash-forward episodes going forward. Um, So there you go. And she says basically the same kind of thing you said about the Chief Justice stuff. Uh, And then uh, her proposed fix for Lisa the Simpson is that it should have been Bart the Simpson. We know how important intelligence is to Lisa. It's one of the defining traits of her character, after all. So as a result, her reaction to the idea of losing her intelligence feels pretty straightforward and, frankly, somewhat predictable. Bart's response to the same situation isn't clear. Uh, so I'll uh, <laughs> it might just be jo- uh, Jones in for a quasi-sequel to Bart Gets an F, um, which does kind of use that same kind of idea. I don't know if you're familiar with that episode, Mike, but basically Bart uh, is like, you know... Failing
2: class, sure. and he's, he's he's getting Fs. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's right there in the title. Um, but he he starts like really trying. He's like, I really want to try because I don't want to be a failure. Right. And he still gets an F. Right. And then he breaks down in tears because he's like, this just means it's not that I don't try; it's that I'm just stupid.
3: Right. And his
0: teacher like feels bad for him. And it's just, it's actually really a really nice scene. And one of the reasons I really like Bart as a character is because uh, he has those layers.
3: Yeah.
0: Um. So uh i don't think the bart we saw in that episode would take the simpson gene business with a shrug like he does in lisa the simpson uh so and then there's some stuff about like going beyond bart interesting to see how other people react to bart worrying about that he's that he is destined to be dumb um and uh, not only would the hypothetical Bart the Simpson episode be able to examine Bart's relationship with intelligence, but other characters would get a chance to learn about Bart's mindset. Imagine scenes like Lisa first cajoling and then consoling Bart, or Marge having, getting to have a heart-to-heart with Bart about why he doesn't want to be dumb. And what about Homer? Would he also feel cheated out of success by the Simpson gene? Would he feel bad for passing on the Simpson gene to Bart? Would Bart be resentful towards Homer? So there's a lot of like interesting story threads and totally. ideas in that alternate version that Chrissy's proposing here. Um... <coughs> And then uh, end the episode with Bart getting back the confidence that he has. Uh, uh, he has a choice. Uh, he can be smart or dumb or anywhere in between. Um, oh, right, because the, the also uh, the finale in this sense would show that there's people who are smart and dumb on both in both genders. Right. Not it's all the men are dumb, all the women are smart. Right. 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 So Which it's, just, it's like, no, there's no Simpson gene. like there is a Simpson gene, but like it's it's not really like, it doesn't mean you're destined to be this way. It's just yeah. like there's maybe a possibility, but you still
2: you still can work towards you know getting past it and that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, there's some interesting like ta- like polarized. Sorry, maybe you should finish this first before I oh, jump okay. into it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Basically, he gets back the confidence. He has
0: a choice. He can be smarter, dumber, anywhere in between. Decision is his. Uh, he can happily go back to being his underachiever self with the bonus that his family understands his perspective a bit better. Um, and then uh, the conclusion is. Uh, we know as an audience that there's no way Lisa will lose her intelligence. It's too central to her character and will be too drastic a change for The Simpsons to make. So you know early on that the Simpson gene will be disproved to keep the status quo going. Meanwhile, as shown in the episode, Bart can be declared genetically dumb and the show can carry on business as usual. Um, and the final thing, which I, I agree with as well, which is a whole other thing. Uh, they kind of retcon this whole thing in a future episode called Home Uh Yeah. Uh, H-O-M-R. <laughs> Yeah, where it's like, oh, the reason Homer's so stupid is because he has a crayon jammed in his nose. Yeah, it, up oh. his like, yes, pushing, I, I've pushing s- on his brain. I think I've we've heard of w- this episode.
1: I think we've gone on record both of us saying it's one of the worst episodes. Uh, yes, one of my yeah. least
0: favorite episodes of, of all time yeah. for yeah. sure. Uh, and you know, so, and she kind of says as well, like uh, it's m- it maybe a bit unfair to take Mark's office episode for the sins of a later one, um, especially <laughs> if that later one is Homer, <laughs> but can't help but connect those two episodes in my brain. And same, same with me. You know, like because I. I've seen that episode and it's so ingrained in my brain. It's, it's one of those things where it's like, again, like this idea of canon in the show and retconning and things like that. That is just kind of a bummer because it's like, okay, so there's a Simpson gene that makes all the boys dumb. But then Homer's actually really smart when he gets the crayon out of his brain. So that's not true. Right. So, and then, yeah, just like leaning into that with Bart as well in future episodes and how he'll always be dumb is a disservice to his character. Um, but yeah, that's that's Chrissy's thoughts. Uh, thanks, Chrissy, for that email. We appreciate it. Um, I agree with uh, a lot of those points as well. I
1: remember reading that email and getting really sad <laughs> because that Bart the Simpson episode sounds great. Yeah, it sounds like a classic.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I feel like there there are ways to <clears throat> excuse me, uh, like. F- quote-unquote, fix this episode as well, still making an Elisa-centric episode. Sure. I, I, yeah. I think I, yeah. I think it just comes down to I don't like the conclusion that it comes to yes. of the Simpson gene is real, but it only affects the men because it's in the Y chromosome or whatever, right? right? Like, yeah. like, the whole episode, honestly, for me, could be fixed by having that end moment happen and, again, just have it be uh, a couple people are actually, like, really successful and it doesn't have anything to do with gender. It's just, like... Yeah, yeah. There's something in the Simpson gene that makes us all kind of like w- yeah. go down that
2: path, but you can still strive to be excellent and like get past that. I was kind of yeah, really hoping that as Homer was running around talking to all the family members, that some of the dudes would be like, "Yeah, I like yeah. especially the guy who's like, yeah, I play a millionaire at parties where <laughs> I'd least. like to, <laughs> or at least I'd like to." <laughs> um, you know that guy, I expected a lot from him in the moment that they ran up to him because <laughs> yeah. he was. He was like the he third of successful. the ones. Yeah, yeah. he looked <laughs> successful. Um, and I think when you you go back to that weird like polarizing, it's like between the the two genders. It it, it puts this weird spin on it that makes it feel as though I wasted my time. <laughs> yeah, because because you know you get to that moment where it's like oh it's it's only attached to the gene. Whew! Where it's like it, it just like kind of loses this this complexity or, or some kind of some kind of like at least joyous relief at the end. It it, it kind of feels I like I'm. I think too that there's like
0: there's there's such a missed opportunity with making Marge a more like centric character. Yeah. Where it's like, hey, yeah, maybe there's a Simpsons gene, but guess what? The Bouvier gene fucking trumps that. Oh you know what I
2: mean? Like sure, it's like it's like don't worry, you're going back to the DNA thing. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what does Dash DNA stand for? <laughs> um, the end. Um but i think actually that's really interesting because like that would actually link back to the dna being like yeah. oh you don't worry you're a combination of multiple things like exactly. even if even if that terrible thing is in your genes you don't have to be beholden to it to me it, it felt like it was going to ask the question you know what's better what you can do on your own as an individual growing up and like maturing in the world and and learning to do your own thing or where you come from in your gene stock and how much that absolutely like becomes some kind of final marker for mm-hmm. whether you will or won't be a success yeah. and that's what I. I think makes it bleak. Yeah, totally.
1: Nature versus nurture.
2: Yeah, I think that was like a topic that was seeded in there that was weirdly handled and not, or not even right. Yeah, I I don't
1: think it's just season nine. I think um, a lot of the golden years do this. They are bad at Mm. concluding. (laughs) Uh The 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 show has almost always been. That's that's almost always been its Achilles heel. Sure. Is the very end. Yeah. You know, just finishing the story, finishing it off, because it's got to go back. It's <laughs> yeah. got to elastic yeah. right back at the end of the episode. It's what they've set for themselves. It's their biggest weakness, and it's, it's, during the golden years, their greatest strength. Um, But it gets to a point where, like... Uh, it just becomes well. We gotta elastic it anyway, so let's just do it. Whatever the so fuck. So Dizex up. And it's okay, yeah, go. and it, they get lazier let's and lazier Mo. and lazier. Let's, let's say Mo. Mo. <laughs> exactly right. But that
2: is <laughs> I perfect. You
0: love it. All right. <laughs> big point he's making. I just give a perfect example. He's like, but it's perfect in that sense. That one is great. <laughs> See what I'm dealing with here,
2: Mike. <laughs> Yeah, I can see why you're the good host. It's,
1: um, it's an exact example of what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's perfect because it's an exact example of what I'm talking about. It's uh-huh. a perfect thing for you to bring up, yeah, but it's also a perfect moment,
3: <laughs> okay, in a oh, great episode,
2: sure, that oh, has Debbie. no um, <laughs> downsides. Debbie, 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 stop, Debbie. <laughs> no classic, Debbie. let me just get some Valium. <laughs>
0: Yeah, uh, I think, but but I do think Greg. Overall, I agree with you. Your your initial point is that I, I I do like the episode. Um, I don't think it's a great episode, but I think there's enough there interesting that uh, that I enjoy. But yeah, it's it's again, it's the uh <laughs> uh two the two things I hate about Das Bus. I also hate about this episode the uh-huh. ending
2: and the shitty B plot. Well, let's get into I was it. <laughs> st- I'm like, where are we gonna get to with this B plot? <laughs> Nowhere. Oh, I. We're know. not. No, it's we're garbage. Not going it's a disaster. <laughs>
0: It's garbage that kills it. for money. I, know, I yeah, I agree
1: with you. I th- <laughs> one of the great things about a bad B plot, uh-huh. and you can quote me on this, <laughs> and you can do it as an experiment in your homes, dear listeners. Oh uh, you can take a bad B plot from one episode and put it into another one yeah. and it has no, no effect absolutely. on the move uh, on the episode on the That is is the sign of a bad B plot and I know <laughs> I know we talked about the internet king and I know the internet <laughs> king falls into this category mm-hmm. I just find the internet king funnier <laughs> than this but you can and do I it do not. <laughs> you could take the internet king take it out, put Uh it into this episode, Mm -hmm. and take Apu out and put it into Das Bus. Nothing about the A-plot changes. Right. At all.
0: Yep. Right.
1: That's how you know a Not just a bad B-plot, but a fucking terrible one.
0: Yeah, Yeah. and now, in case listeners maybe uh, have not rewatched this episode before listening to this, uh, or never watched it, I don't know why why you're listening, but um, (laughs) (laughs) it's the Frostilicus uh, B-plot. Frostilicus. So Jasper...
1: I used to share a bathroom (laughs) with Frostilicus. In (laughs) fact...
0: Jasper commits suicide. He does. Um, Yeah, basically. He gets hypothermia and dies, and cartoon (laughs) magic... And nobody notices. Yeah. (laughs) No one notices
2: or cares. That's uh, the he's plot. An old,
1: he's an old
0: man. That's the plot. And that's, you uh, know, how a, we treat our elderly. It's a
1: comment on elderly <laughs> blindness <laughs> in North America. Uh, 100%. <laughs> yeah. And uh, how we, you know, very much like uh, houseless people, we just look past them. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So um, if a man <laughs> were to walk into your walk-in freezer uh-huh. and stay there, I bet you'd notice if he was 30. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: Let's say, say, let's say 25. Since yeah. Jasper is a billion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. Invisible. It doesn't canonically matter. Canonically a billion. Yeah. yeah canonically um, he's a billion.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, oh, yeah, man. I mean, I, I think it's a dumb B-plot anyway, but I also just like, I know it's a cartoon and they'd been, re- but I, I was just like, this is even plausible as a premise, you know? Yeah. Well, I think it's where uh, Futurama gets started, so there's that. I Oh, 100%. Yeah, those are special cryotubes, Greg. Yes, I know. This is just a freezer for ice cream.
1: Cryotubes that You're they not invented in <laughs> 1999. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> that happened to work perfectly. Yeah. Um, but well, I, did, I did get like... You I d- could argue
0: yeah. that it's people from the future, time traveling back, ah, to give the technology...
1: We uh, communicate with, the future, uh, communicate with the, time, the future all the time. But the question is, can the future communicate, communicate back? back. Uh, it's a palindrome, you see. Palindrome. <laughs> because you see
0: Nibbler uh, <laughs> is in the pilot episode. Nibbler's he in is? the pilot. Yeah. Yep. Did you know this? No, I did. Man, we should do a Futurama
2: podcast after this. <laughs> oh yeah, I'd be I'd be down for that. it would be That's fun. The Matt uh, no, appreciate.
0: yeah, like the the very first episode, they they planned this whole thing out, and uh, there's a shadow. When he gets knocked over and falls into the, the the cryo tube and gets frozen.
1: Oh, I saw the reveal a, episode of that, but I didn't know it's that there he's in actually the very,
0: there first in the very first episode. Yeah. Yeah. They seeded it in that that early. Yeah. So there's a uh, there's a uh, little there's actually two there's actually two shadows because there's Nibbler and a different fry.
2: That's right. Yeah. It's That's cool. Future, Futurama's future cool, you guys. Yeah.
1: All right, because it's made by a maniac. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, 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 yeah. It's made by math geeks. <laughs> David X. Cohen. That's right. Who oh, yes. was David
1: S. Cohen when he worked for the Simpsons? Went away, had a mental breakdown, <laughs> and changed his middle, middle initials. It's X now. It's, it's what uh, uh, David? What happened? I've seen
2: <laughs> it. It's, yeah, yeah.
1: Seen what? You can't know, <laughs> but I have a great idea for a show. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Future <laughs> Rama, uh, Rama, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sold. <laughs> Got it. Get Matt Groening on board, and we'll 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 make it happen. Yeah. Uh, um. Anyway, what were we talking about? Oh, freezing. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's just it. You know, again, it's it's. It, you know how long it would take to to. <laughs> he wouldn't freeze for one thing. He would just slowly he would just die. die of hypothermia. He would just die. Like, 100%. very slowly. Yeah. Because the freezer's not kept very cold. No. Yeah. It's um, like... <laughs> it's a freezer kept out like...
1: Minus 10, maybe. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, like that's the thing. Like the cryo tubes in Futurama are like specifically designed to flash freeze you to an insanely cold temperature. That is, you know, the whole technology of uh, cryogenics is still very much uh, up in the air. But at least it, you know, it's a plausible premise for a sci fi. Sure. Uh, yeah. For The Simpsons, it's fucking stupid. <laughs> and I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> and then I also just hate the, like, the progression of the B plot isn't like. Um, I don't know. They could have done something interesting, I guess, if they just, like, unthought him right away, which makes more sense, you know, in the reality. And then he's doing his, like, oh, I'm in the future, and, like, have some weird little B-plot with him wandering around, thinking he's in the future, like he does with Moon Pies. That'd be fine. But Apu, like, turning it into a freak store?
2: Yeah. The what the hell the is that? <laughs> it's
1: it's such a Homer thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so weird that they gave that to Apu.
2: Yeah.
0: It makes no sense.
1: No, it, it, it doesn't. Like he runs a he runs a uh inflated price <laughs> convenience mart. Mm-hmm. There's no way he's making more money. No, no. By charging people cover like, to like admission in. to get in. Yeah. yeah. It's absurd. It's absolutely absurd. It is the kind of thing where it's like, I'll like what is it? Jimbo says in like a past episode, I'll pay you a buck and Homer's like, that gives me an idea. <laughs> oh, see the angel, fifty cents. Right. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of a dollar, 50 cents to see the angel. That makes sense. That's a Homer thing to do. Mm -hmm. Season nine, everybody. Uh, Just remembered Lisa the Skeptic. It is, yeah. It's a good episode. And (laughs) so why give it to Apu? Why not just have him roam around? And if you have Jasper roaming around, then maybe, I don't know, you can develop him as a character and maybe come across Lisa
3: Yeah, and the A plot in some way.
1: And the A plot and the B plot become uh, a little bit intertwined. You know, pressing, one going forward, one going back. I only have a a, a word and a gesture. Tenet. Tenet. (laughs) (laughs) Tenet. Great. Uh, (laughs) See, they've reversed the entropy of the object. Oh, God. It's not going to come up. Don't
0: worry. (laughs) 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 Ooh, our main character is learning a new superpower of some kind. Oh no, nope, he's not. Never mind. Nope, that, nope. That's, a bit, that's been dropped. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Heists. <laughs> uh, oh, <yeah.
1: laughs> it's a disappointment, guys. You know, what, you know what Nolan isn't what a great writer. <laughs> Agreed. He should he, he should keep his brother on. Yeah, totally. Like they work better together.
0: The, there's a line in Tenet. I kid you not the main character, who's named the protagonist, by the way. Yeah. Wow.
1: We're in screenwriting 101 class Ooh. right now. His his line
0: is, hey, you have to buy me dinner first when someone frisks him and touches his naughty bits. Oh. That's a real line of dialogue in a movie in 2020. In yeah. 2020, uh, yeah. See, like, if you said 1980, I'd be like,
2: oh, yeah, that, I mean, makes, that makes sense. sense. Yeah, yeah, that's a classic yeah. 80s joke. Yeah, yeah. yeah I that sounds
1: in... <laughs> like a good joke in 1983.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I watched like a, a comedy from nineteen eighties yesterday, and I was like, <laughs> they had a Chuckleys, and I was like, yeah, oh, yeah, I mean, maybe that worked back then. Was that Dumb and Dumber? <laughs> no, no, it was Spaceballs. <laughs> that's a good.
0: Oh, that's that's Spaceballs, Spaceballs is bad. Spaceballs is, bad. Spaceballs is bad.
2: a Classic Mel Brooks, so it's like
0: <laughs> pretty bad. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty bad.
1: What have you um have you heard like his his thesis on comedy? What Mel Brooks. Yeah.
0: Maybe. I saw a documentary about comedy that he talked a lot in, so maybe he's in that. But like, anyway, go on.
1: The best way to <laughs> describe, like, the best way he describes it is, like, he just, like, anything he finds funny, anything he fi- he finds funny or that he thinks others might find funny, he's going to put it in the movie. Anything. Yes. Doesn't matter the incongruity between jokes. It doesn't matter. He's just going to throw it all at the wall and whatever sticks, sticks. Right. Whatever doesn't falls off, and you just forget about it.
2: There's and no stylistic dedication. There's no, yeah, none. like, it's a farce. It's yeah. a this. It's a that. Like, it's just, like, any there's old puns, thing There's puns. There's satire. Right. There, yeah.
1: Yeah. He, he'll, that's why it's so weird in Blazing Saddles when it switches between Richard Pryor's uh, uh, racially charged, very, very smart um Satire writing yeah. and the fart jokes around the campfire. When right. the cowboys are eating beans and <laughs> they're just farting. It's the that's the whole scene in Blazing Saddles. They're eating beans and beans make you fart, so we're gonna they're
2: just gonna fart. And they're just gonna fart around the fire because they're eating
1: beans. Don't get me wrong, it's hilarious. Yeah. But and, and beans do make you
0: fart.
2: They do <laughs> Truth, so it's factual. Pretty airtight. Pretty airtight
1: comedy bit. (laughs) I mean, it's pretty not really airtight. (laughs) Uh, Air's getting out, if you know what I'm saying. Slipping out of those butt cheeks. Ah, comedy. (laughs) Comedy. It's related because we're talking Simpsons. That's
0: right. And (laughs) Simpsons is a comedy show. It is. Um, That airs on Fox, which... And the (laughs) end of the B-plot is New March.
1: mart What the fuck?
0: I just wanted to put a little pin in that B-plot talk because that's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Uh, it's like
1: they're they and they're both on the same
2: wavelength. Yes, that's <laughs> what gets me is that they they're like, hang on a second, and they look at each other, and then the next scene they're naked, and it's yeah. like e- even as a non stop joke, they transform their joke, it convenience so store <laughs> into a strip club, yeah, uh, and. They're the not the zoned for the, that.
0: The
1: people at the door are both
3: nude. Yeah. That's not how that works. <laughs> no. That's a health yeah. thing.
1: <laughs> That's a sanitary thing, and they're not zoned for it. It's, okay? it's, it's, it's bad. bad. It's ridiculous, yeah. you guys. And those are just the first things that I thought of.
3: Uh,
0: unbelievable zero stars. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Zero stars for the B plot. Yeah, Wait, I've, are you telling I've me that Newbie
0: they Nudie Mart can... on Yelp?
1: <laughs>
2: are you telling
1: me that they're going in reverse, but not back yes. in time? Zero stars. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, free will doesn't exist in that world. Um, I hate it. Yeah. It's, it's that's a bummer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Whatever. It's the lost thing. Whatever yeah. happened happened.
0: Yeah, but it's but it's different anyway. No, Lost does it better. Lost is loss is good
1: at it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> arguably, for
0: one season, well, yeah, for the first one. <laughs> no, no for season five. five. Season
1: five. Oh,
3: that's when they
0: start getting into timey wimey. Oh. Season five, oh, five timey-wimey, is you really
1: great timey wimey bullshit, yeah. and it's. Sure. I but have it's, a lot it's pretty of fun solid
0: with, it. with, like, time travel is always a. Like That's a tough a, thing to, to write. You know, you're going to yeah. get paradoxes. You're going to have characters in the time travel movie be like, time travel's weird. Just don't worry about it
1: because we all know. <laughs> and they do that in this movie as well. Um, well. Well, I mean, like, one of the best things in time travel movies is when they explain it just enough. It's such a hard line to find. Yeah. But the best example ever is Back to the Future, where they spend, where you get Christopher Lloyd to spend five minutes explaining the DeLorean. Yeah. Being like flux ta- capacitor, time circuits that's what they are, plutonium that's what we need to go, and this is the flux capacitor. It's what makes time travel possible. Cool, cool. let's yeah. go! Yeah. <laughs> Adventure, Hit baby! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> take me to 1955. I'm gonna make out with my mom. Yeah, whoopsie, oh. <laughs> that's what that movie's about. Mm. <laughs> um. <laughs> wow. um so yeah. let's talk a little bit about um, some of the great things about this episode. Okay, uh, <laughs> you go first. Namely,
2: I think it's
0: a,
1: I think it's a really funny episode.
0: Uh, there's there's some solid shit for sure. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. for Shua. Sure. Yeah, I
1: really like I like I really love Grandpa getting his. I, I like Grandpa in this episode. <laughs> yeah, a lot. I love him getting his haircut. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, I want the Audie Murphy look. I think is a very funny. The what? The Audie Murphy. Oh, I missed that. It's um, uh, it's the, the kind of hair style that he sure. wants. Sure. Audie Murphy, of course, as we all know. <laughs> no? No, he, no? Do you not no, know, know either? Really and don't you were hoping one of us did? Audie Murphy, <laughs> I believe...
3: <laughs> oh, come ch- on. <laughs> check
1: this for me. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be sure that I'm right without looking at my phone. Um. Audie Murphy was a war hero who uh, transitioned out of being a soldier and into being a movie star. Is that correct?
0: Uh, Audie Leon Murphy was an American soldier, actor, songwriter, and rancher. Bam! <laughs> and he was an American
1: hero. Yes, um,
0: all American. Uh, received the Medal of Honor for valor that he demonstrated at the age of 19 for single-handedly holding off a company of German sho- soldiers Shoulders. for an hour at the Colmar Pocket in France in January
2: 1945. Oh, but it was in France. World though. War II. Then, leading was a successful Nazis. counterattack Nazis. while
0: wounded and out of ammunition.
1: How do you do that? You got to be Audie Murphy. Why, why haven't they made a movie out of this guy? They did. Nope. He played himself. <laughs> why? <Wow.
0: is> it? <laughs>
3: it's
1: a little <laughs> indulgent. <laughs> it's what the it's I, like I, Birth I, of a Hero from uh, Inglorious
0: Bastards. It's exactly what that what birth that is.
3: Birth of a Hero.
1: It's totally. It's you're thinking of Birth of a Nation. I am. Um, I don't know what the fake movie is in Inglorious Bastards. I can't remember, I, but I, it's I, it's the I, same I, idea as this. the Audie Murphy thing. Uh Making um, the the actual like hero.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I think I know which one you're talking. It's the patriot with Mel Gibson. <laughs> that's yeah, the that's, <laughs> that's the movie in a Glorious Bastards*, right? Yeah, yeah you is. know Heath Ledger's in that. Yeah,
1: he's really good in it. Uh, what,
0: what, what's the? Uh, I, I'm I'm not a child. You're my child. It's <laughs> a good scene. That's, that's 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 the trailer moment. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, a it's a
1: good scene. Um, in a pretty stupid movie. <laughs> oh <laughs> uh, boy so i i really really love the uh, so, some of the some of the stuff that she that that lisa gets into on her on her journey i mean we're probably going to talk about troy mcclure um so i'll just skip over that for nation's now. Pride. nation's pride nation's pride nation's i see birth where of you of a nation yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. <laughs> right
0: <laughs> birth of a hero is that what i said yeah, it's not too so far off. Yeah. Uh, anyway,
1: yeah. Uh, Troy McClure rules. Yeah, Troy <laughs> McClure rules. Um, when she goes out on her final, on her brain's last uh, bender type thing, um, she goes to the jazz hole, and she goes to the museum, and she meets a couple of characters there <laughs> yeah, that are just like fantastic. Three, you
0: have three... One-off characters in this episode that are wonderful. Yes, yes. And you I want to,
1: I want to mention all of them let's, because okay, let's they, go through them. they come Museum in the third guy. act. Museum Kenny, guy. Kenny is the best. Kenny an is an art a forger. Thomas <laughs> Crown an art level, level <laughs> fucking art thief and forger. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she's looking at a painting. She says it's beautiful. He says, "Oh, thanks." Uh, I painted it. The real ones in my garage. And he makes a shush gesture <sighs> yeah, like over his like, don't, like sh- sh- don't tell
1: anyone, little girl." She's <laughs> like, just like, and her jaw you're drops. You're a fucking
0: cocky asshole, too, aren't you, Kenny? Like, you're just gonna tell everybody?
1: No one will believe <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah, exactly. You're eight.
0: Hundred <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> percent. <100%. laughs> um, Kenny's great. And then uh, the, the guy, guy next to next her <laughs> at the jazz hole. <laughs> is, you have to listen to the notes that she's not playing. I can do that at home. <laughs> That guy rules, yeah. and then you have the station manager the station when she uh, manager. when she goes to do her editorial rebuttal.
1: Sorry, there's four. There's, oh, there's four there's no good one? there's ones four. because the, the the actual violinist is pretty funny. Oh too. yeah, she's, she's a good yeah. I was gonna say yeah. she's. Very I, I guess I was I
0: was thinking of like characters in basically one scene. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I guess this managers in two scenes too. So anyway. Uh, that and falls the, apart right away. the
1: the jazz the 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 jazz player the the violinist um, who was like you gotta got to make an impact well, set tapes for, for six dollars yeah and she's like yeah it's you got to make an impact well you still can thank you and leaves it's like damn I really thought that was a sale now let me tell you just <laughs> yeah. how much I relate to that <laughs> yes <moment. laughs> so good I um uh, fuck it I still have uh. Over 50 copies of The Left Behind's first CD.
0: <laughs>
1: Alone on Promenade. Alone on Promenade. Thank you for knowing
2: the name of it. I'm a for na- I'm name your friend and I'm a fan. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um. <laughs> I have like five copies of it. Do you? <laughs> Shit. Uh, well, I bought one yeah. and then I think uh, some were left accidentally in my cash box sure. once. And I just had them on my CD shelf for a long time just because, right. like, and they were still in the shrink wrap and everything. I'm like, I'll yeah. give these back to them when I see them. And I just, you know, yeah. they sat there like yeah.
1: Yeah. Like, <laughs> like so many things in my life like they do. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right. Believe right. me. I know. Yeah. There's a big box of them <laughs> in my closet right now. How much are they? $10. All right. There you go. Uh <laughs> Get in on it. <laughs> Actually clearance. Five. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Half
0: off, baby. We're just dropping these yeah. numbers. Yeah. If you want to uh, purchase the
1: left behind CD. Fuck it. It's five. You can, it's fucking five. Message dollars. us, we'll ship it to you. That's right. That's right. <laughs> free shipping? No. Okay. No. You pay, shipping. <laughs> you pay for shipping.
2: You pay for shipping. The CD's only five dollars. Yeah. yeah.
1: Absolutely not. Shipping's uh, thirty-two. <laughs> and I can say safely, it's not a great album. <laughs> Oh, you're really selling it. <laughs> I mean, the Whoa. thing is, it's fine. It's not great. Uh huh. It's, it's a fine. it's a first album <laughs> that was recorded in one night in a radio station. Nice, rowdy. Yeah, it was rowdy. It was yeah. fun. Oh yeah, yeah I bet. we did a couple of takes of each song, and then we're just like, cool. We did it all live off the floor, including vocals. Um, so the mix is sometimes really great, sometimes a little weird, mm-hmm. never unlistenable. Um, but. I'm surprised at how good it turned out. When you think that we did it in a night, totally. and we left the University of Calgary radio station <laughs> at two or three in the morning. <laughs> oh my gosh! It was a late night. So 1998, are cassettes tape, cassettes tape.
3: Yes, cassettes <laughs> are, tape.
0: They are cassettes, are cassettes tape. Still <laughs> yeah. a thing? oh uh, yeah, still... yeah. I they, mean, they're still a thing. But like, yeah. it's it's just weirdly, I don't know. Do you guys? Did you guys have cassettes? Did you ever? We you guys adou- are young
2: ones? Yeah. <laughs> Like slightly younger, I suppose. No, I'm f- I'm 75, so. Oh God, you know, much much younger. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it fluctuates.
0: It's always in the 70s, though. I think. I mean, a few episodes I ago, it has been was, like 80s.
1: I, well, I mean, uh, I was going to say a few episodes ago, you were dead. So. That's right. Yes, I was. I was
0: legally dead of old age. <laughs> Benjamin Button. <laughs> um, He's back. He's yeah, back baby. He's
2: back, baby. See, I'm,
0: I'm going. I'm, I'm inverted. Uh, <laughs> yeah,
2: you know, because it's a palindrome. Um, so you're getting it. You haven't I guess, even seen the I movie. Do, I, I think I've seen it now. I think I understand the movie Tenet enough that I don't have to go see it in theaters. Yeah, there you go. That'll save my wallet. Um, cassette tapes, so. though. Oh, right, right. That's I had a Walkman. About. Like yeah, I, had sure, a, yeah. I had a Sony yeah.
1: Walkman for a little bit. I didn't use it much because yeah. I didn't have money when I had the Walkman. <laughs> I was quite young when I yeah. had it. Um, and it um like i think a christmas later upgraded to a discman sure um yeah, so i didn't yeah i didn't have it very long but what my ki- parents what kind of anti
0: skip technology did it have
1: it had the hold mm-hmm. feature mm-hmm. it could also play mp3s oh so That's a fancy one i was burning Discs, yeah, totally. baby, like crazy. Totally. Hundred songs, Feel like a hundred songs on one yeah. of those babies, yeah, yeah. It was the shit. Hell yeah, I had titles. You had it was like Greg's awesome mix part one. <laughs> was it just nice. like was it
0: just like Dookie over and over?
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> the Green Day album Dookie. It like was times dookie. five. It was take off your pants and jacket. <laughs> of course, it was uh, Eagles. Hell freezes over for my dad. It was. Uh, f- and then vitamin C graduation. It was <laughs> vitamin C graduation, but I can only listen to that once. Yep. <laughs> uh, and I actually got Nimrod on mm-hmm. there, of course. Yeah, yeah, had to get that. God, um, that one in. What else? Time of your uh, life. American idiot oh, yeah. Time of your life. five times. <laughs> oh. uh, yeah, make sure it's in there because I don't think you understand. <laughs> I missed out on Dookie. <laughs> I really came around on American Idiot.
0: Sure. Yeah. yeah.
1: And of course, of course. Well, you don't want to be. Of an course. Idiot. No. The Blink-182 untitled album. Uh, right, yeah,
0: with like Rock Show. No, dude, Damn that's it. Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. Is it? Yes. Oh,
1: Come on. Is
0: it uh, I Miss You
1: then? Yeah, okay. Miss You feeling this. I'm feeling this, of course. Obvious. Of course. Stockholm Syndrome. Mm. All these songs you've never heard of. Yeah, I don't know that. Go <laughs> uh Asthenia Always. Okay. I love these songs. Sure. These are all great. I can play them on my guitar. Still do. They're fun.
3: Good
2: songs.
1: That was on my MP3. Nice. That was Greg's Awesome Mix Part 2.
0: That's Part 2. Wow. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I mentioned this at uh, Music Trivia we did a while ago. Because we had a... Or maybe it was just regular... I don't know. It was some trivia I fucking did. Uh, but it was... Uh, I had a question, a question about Edwin. Do you remember Edwin? Edwin Starr. No. He was the lead singer of I, Mother Earth. And then did a brief solo uh, career? No. No? Nothing? I, I, All right. Yeah, I don't even know I'm Mother Earth? No. Canadian no. alt rock band? No. no. All right. Well, I don't know them. Sorry, listeners. <laughs> I, I have two <laughs> phony Canadians with me.
2: Oh, no. Um, oh, dear. <laughs> no, uh, I know the tragically hip. I know the but tragically ma- hip. But maybe you <laughs> know the Edwin
0: song Alive. That was his, his big hit. Help okay. me a bar. Ain't it good to feel alive?
3: Uh, no, it doesn't nothing? ring any bells. No, I'm so sorry. Uh, I really, this is am. really
0: running my bit into the ground. Then <laughs> uh, that was I on should... Alan's Awesome Mix Volume One. Is all it was going to come around to. Maybe I should. That was the, the that. opening track to Alan's Awesome Mix Volume One. Um, Alive, yeah, by Edwin. I mean that's a good way to start. It's it. got a nice like little build. Listen, yeah. listen to it at home, everybody. Give him go some now. cash oh, right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh right wait, now. Yeah. <laughs> give him,
1: give him a little cash. He's
0: earned it. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what he's doing now. Yeah, <laughs> I, well, think I, I think I think I Earth reunited. It's crazy you guys don't know who I Mother Earth is. Know, that was yeah. such a seminal '90s uh, Canadian alt rock band, along with Our Lady Peace, and like oh, it was with uh, oh with Our like Lady in Peace. that same like vein. Yeah, sure, sorry, sure,
2: sure. I just um, well, were they radio played because that? <laughs> oh, yeah. that's like oh yeah, oh,
0: yeah okay. Hey, I'm I'm you guys talk about other things. I'm gonna look up some I Mother Earth songs because I'm sure you might know these songs. Well,
2: the only thing I want to talk about yeah. is that I was there for the first iPod. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> but like, they're there. I, I remember standing in line clickety, for, clickety, like, clickety, with clickety. my brother for the, oh yeah, clickety, clickety. It was the, the U2 one. It was like the signature one. You don't know about this? Oh, I know about this. Yeah, red and yeah. black. But and that's not the, the, the first one. It's not the first one? No. What one was the that? The first one
1: is this chonky motherfucker that's just white. Oh yeah. With the silver background. I
2: swear they were still released around the same time. They would have been. They one yeah. more like, One more astronaut? Uh-huh. What? What? <laughs> Another band? Did, you know,
0: did you listen to Big Shiny Tunes? Like it was on that. Big no. Shiny Tunes two.
2: <laughs> I'm not sure which Big Shiny Tunes I spent. It's, yeah, it's been one week since you looked at me.
0: I see yeah, that one. Um First it's on the first it's the first track on the first Big Shiny Tunes. Well
1: I said two. Well <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Goddamn young, I don't think you
0: can yeah, blame you. Yeah, God young, young people. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry, Grandpa. We didn't listen to Big Shine Tunes 1. I don't we listen to Big Shine Tunes 2. I don't have the depth of knowledge. Came out a year later.
1: <laughs> can, I, can I be perfectly frank? Yeah. Um, I didn't start getting into what the young people would call modern music until the 2000s. <laughs> Thanks for the air quotes. I missed um pretty much all of the nineties music because I was listening almost exclusively to classic rock mm. because of my dad. Nice. So I started out with the Eagles and Fleetwood Mac and then, you know, kind of gets heavier from there where I went to like A C D C Zeppelin um Sabbath, you know, all that bullshit. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> well, <it's>, it was <laughs> it's one of the, so the reasons. One, <laughs> yeah. one of the reasons was because I was like, I was, I was fascinated with the guitar. I really wanted to learn how to play. And when I started playing guitar, I was like, what are the great guitar bands? And it's like, Eagles, they have some of the most iconic guitar so, lines okay. in the history of music. Okay, so. And then, like, once you play Hotel California, you want to play Zeppelin songs because they're so fun. And so. Who's the Eagles guitarist? Joe Walsh and Don Felder and depending on what the year was, Bernie Ledden and Glenn was, Fry.
0: I was going to say, there's like a fray or something. Yeah. It's Glenn Fry. Okay.
1: Yeah. Uh, he was mostly uh, rhythm because he, okay. would, he would sing a lot of the tunes as well. Sure. Yeah. But their main lead guitarist, uh, I think it's on one of these nights when he becomes like an actual member of the band, is Don Felder. Yeah. He's the one who does the like opening uh,
0: Hotel California yeah. thing that everyone knows. Yeah. 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 Cool.
1: He wrote the, the guitar to... line. That, for... no, <laughs> that
2: bit,
0: not the not, not the lyrics.
3: Oh right, the Those lyrics the don't come line. out of a guitar. I
1: don't
0: know if you understand music.
3: He's uh... <laughs> no, really get a get long, out a lot. Hotel guys.
0: California's got a long intro, guitar intro. It does it? Does it? Does yes. Ding 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 ding.
1: ding, 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 ding. It's ding it. He he starts out. He he starts <laughs> that. He wrote that. Yeah. But him and Joe Walsh play the the solos in in that in, song. Right. Because um, they're basically like warring guitars throughout right. that entire song, which is just the best. It's the best. Because then you got the the distinctive, dum,
0: dum. on a dark Henley's yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Don Henley's Don Henley's wind
3: in my hair. Don I
1: Henley's passable drums.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, sure. I'll give him a C plus. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he can count to four yeah, and he repeat. It. He did it. Nailed it. Uh but the thing the trick was he could sing at the same time. Mm. That was the That's, that's pretty that's grace. tricky. That was the magic trick. Yeah. That that's tricky. A, that's good. Yeah. He also has a quite a beautiful voice. Mm.
2: Oh, good for him. Yeah. What were we talking about? Eagles. We were talking about tapes. <laughs> right. We were talking about tapes. tapes and how old Alan is. And the oh. fi- <laughs>
1: And the final character of course is the station manager. Yes. <laughs> that's right. Yes.
0: Uh let's, he he lets <laughs> lets Lisa Go on to want to do an editorial reply uh, Proposition against Proposition
1: three hundred five, three hundred five, which is <laughs> discount transit passes for, for war widows. War widows. <laughs> yeah. You bet. Yeah, sure. And
0: then she's clearly not doing that. And they're you know, as a normal station would do, the they're saying, "Oh, we should like cut her mic or like you know stop this because this is not what we agreed on." No, no. And oh. let her let her talk. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to get fired. I'm trying to get fired. <laughs> yeah. It's great It's a great little line He delivers uh, it yeah. well It's perfect. He delivers it so well
1: It's so underplayed
0: And we should mention as well uh, Homer gives a great little beat here as well Yes uh, When they mention the proposition And he goes <laughs> uh, Cheap Was it cheap? Moochin Moochin Yeah, Moochin war, war Widows, widows. <laughs> Moochin War Widows <laughs> He clearly knows about this proposition and is mad about Immediately. it. Immediately, yeah, he's it's like,
1: great. Uh, he's yeah. flagged it's proposition three hundred
0: five. seated joke that uh, pays off. Uh, so yeah. good, such a good payoff.
1: <laughs> it's a, it's a good one. Um, the I like the this is uh, it's it's the culmination, the culmination of the episode where um, he brings. <laughs> it's. It's so funny when he brings everyone together, when he brings all the Simpsons in the Tri-City area. and We figured out what the cities are, by the way.
0: <laughs> well, it was, of course, Springfield, yeah. Shelbyville, yeah. Yeah. and Capital
1: City. That's right. <laughs> and he brings all of the Simpsons from the Tri-City area together uh, out on the front lawn in the morning, uh, promising the men all five bucks. And <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> If they do this. Yeah, how do you get the women? <laughs> I bet he just asked. Sure. Yeah, I and bet he did mention
2: Lisa. I yeah. bet he was like, "Oh, my daughter." Yeah, my daughter's she's having a crisis of, yeah. uh, of self. Simpson. Yeah. yeah, and
1: I mean, like they would show up because they're like her second cousins and like sure. aunts or whatever. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. But because it doesn't make any sense. It <laughs> nope. breaks canon so completely. Yeah, who are all these people? <laughs> but it's a funny joke. It's a funny yeah. bit. I really love Homer running to each and every one of them, and Dan Castellaneta doing. A different, like, a different Homer-esque Homer. voice. Yeah, for yeah, every single yeah. one. I yeah. think each one is funny. Yeah, I think each time he goes up to somebody, it's actually a funny joke. I shoot birds at the airport. <laughs> I see. Everybody hates birds. <laughs> it's really, really funny. And that's what makes it so hard to dislike. Because in the end, I think it's a really funny moment. I think it's handled fine for what it is but i think what it's saying sucks yeah, yeah. so much yeah 100% that's that's the tough
0: thing with the episode yeah. yeah in general yeah i agree um yeah i again i just think it would be way more interesting if they just made it I mean, it's had some head margin the episode in some way
1: yeah she's not really in she's the
0: episode she's not present yeah. Yeah. and it's a bummer because i do think that's like a good way to uh if they had Marge have some kind of uh reassurance for Lisa, like Mar the thing is Marge has always been her the person she relates to the most in the family. Mm. And so it's just weird that she doesn't even like really like I actually am struggling to remember, so maybe you can help me. Does she ever talk to Marge about this? No. Uh, not not specifically. Yeah, she talks to grandpa. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's that's where she gets the, the whole that's premise. Right. Marge
2: yep. leaves the room.
0: Yeah. And she like ki- like she doesn't really talk to homer and bart about about it but she go like she goes to them cuz they're the the quote unquote dumb ones in the yeah. family and tries to like you know i guess this is my life now so i'll have to just like lean into it yeah. um which is another like weird trope uh that i don't really care for when someone's like oh i'm going to be a part of this world so i should just force myself to be a part of it yeah um cuz i'm like again i'm like you don't have to like yeah. live your life
2: yeah your free will <laughs> That's the most nightmarish part of the of the whole episode is when she comes downstairs to watch TV with them. She like starts at the when top. When buildings of collapse, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't think I'm dumb, and I want to see that show. I want to see houses collapse. <laughs> I want I mean, to
1: watch it just cool. for a bit, you know. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. See what it's about. We're
0: what
2: just... about
1: when surgery? <laughs>
0: was it when surgeries go wrong? I don't want to
1: watch that. Did you know they used to play a show on TV called Operation?
2: No.
0: Oh, that sounds vaguely familiar, actually. Yeah. I might have seen yeah. it. it they, actually? Yeah. And you, it's like it was, real operations. Yeah, it was just yeah like I think I remember that being
1: like,
2: nope. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> too, yeah, my sister loved too it. Queasy. I get too queasy with shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. You can barely handle, like, house surgeries. <laughs> and that's like Hugh it's Laurie like, doing Like good home good improvement, stuff. you mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <I'm, laughs> house Tim house Allen, surgeries? <laughs> yeah, Tim Allen gets out the paddles. <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, I just, yeah. And that's a, such a bleak moment. Like, that's the lowest... Cause it's there. She's just, you can see all the things that she doesn't like. Like, you know, she doesn't like destruction. She likes being humanitarian. She doesn't like watching TV late at night. She'd rather be reading a book or, you know, playing sax or whatever. Um, and then she's like, and because of the lighting of the television, how it like hits the shadows on their face in this particular way, it does feel kind of like surreal and like her world is falling apart. Like it's a really interesting choice. That's the most downery part of the Debbie Downer episode. And
1: it's also such a, so unfair! It's so unfair! It's so unfair to Homer and Bart. Totally, specifically, yeah, and mostly Bart. But and mostly then, when Bart. they're
0: eating the chocolate out of the cushions, like yeah. again, they're just they're leaning too far into, th- and that's this is the the big problem I have with the Home R episode later on as well is they lean too far into the stupidity. That it's like not believable anymore. It's just cartoonish, and it's
2: not. Yeah, it's just not interesting. It feels so nightmarish that it's like not like that's not who they like are. Ramming like, each other with pots on their heads. Uh, pots like, on their heads. <laughs> <fucking> stupid. Yeah, <laughs> it's dumb.
0: Um, what was I gonna say? Oh, the puzzle. I want to talk about the puzzle. Yeah, this is because this is what kicks off things for Lisa. Right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, Mike, this is the first time you've seen this episode. Yes. You didn't solve the puzzle until she did, correct? I did not. Yeah, That's, I looked at the puzzle and I was it's like, "Not that me looks calling impossible. you out or anything." It's just like you know, what do you I say, think what it's are
3: you
0: a. <laughs> I mean, we Alan? both solved it immediately. Like what? we're bo- both very smart. What you might have the Simpson gene. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, I think I remember watching this episode the first time, and I definitely didn't know what the fuck. No, the absolutely was.
1: not. I had no idea. I only got it when she solved it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, fun fact, I've seen that puzzle used in puzzle games that I've played before, and I'm like, I know this because of The Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good puzzle. It's pretty good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just mirrored numbers. Yeah. They look like weird symbols when you put them together. Yeah. yeah.
2: It's cool. S- some of them look like letters, but they're not. That's right. Or symbols, other ty- types of it's symbols. It's not Greek. Yep. It's not, not Greek. Greek. It's not Egyptian. It's <laughs> definitely not. <laughs>
1: Alphanumeric. <laughs> <laughs> I but don't know what our alphabet's called. <laughs>
0: It's just a Roman alphabet.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah, that <laughs> it's not Roman <laughs> or Greek alphabet. No, it's Greek alphabet. Sorry, We're ours isn't Greek. Yeah, it's Germanic. Where's, ome- it? where's the omega sign? Stop! Stop! That's a letter in Greek, <laughs> right?
2: It's not not a letter. <laughs>
1: what is happening
2: to me? <laughs> I
1: we all have that the substitute? <laughs> Did you that's look? Did line. you look it up? What is our alphabet? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what our alphabet is.
0: Um. So, <laughs> the most popular is the Latin alphabet, which is derived from Greek. Ah. So I believe that's ours. Yeah, I'm not going to read Latin more. Base. No, that yeah. would make no, sense yeah.
1: the, as Roman. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. the they, they speak Italian, right? It's just
0: the yeah, alphabet, yeah,
2: <laughs> you guys. <laughs> Romans do not speak Romanian. Those are <laughs> Romani That's that's from Romania. They definitely speak They speak know. Romish. <laughs> right.
1: Romish.
0: <laughs> uh, um but yeah, no, it's just called the alphabet because it's, you know, we're a, we're the we're the rulers of the world. We're the best. Yeah. We're, we're number 1. <laughs> alpha and Omega. We oui. begin and, and the end.
1: I am It's a palindrome. <laughs>
0: no! <laughs>
1: and with that, um what a, uh, final thoughts on this episode, please?
0: Uh, yeah, uh, I think I pretty much agree with most of the things, uh, that have been brought up by all of us, uh, including Christy, uh, I, I think, yeah, my, my kind of final thought, Greg, is just your, your overall feeling is, uh, the episode's funny, and I like a lot of the stuff that happens in the episode, but what it's saying about the characters is what's a bummer and hard to, like, make it a, a because, like, you have something like, uh, I don't know, Lisa's Pony, for example, uh, you know, It ends on such a sweet note where it's like, yeah, they they go through all this stuff, and then on the end, it's just like, yeah, but uh, dad and daughter love each other. It's like that's something I can get behind. This episode ending with Bart's gonna be a big dum dum one day is like less like happy to get behind, you know? Like it's it's a sour note that it ends on. That's I don't think they're intending it to be. It's the cynicism, Um, but it's the cynicism of season nine that just makes it a bummer. Uh, I think just for that that reason, it's a thumb sideways for me.
3: Mm,
2: Yeah. Not up, not down. No, I totally agree with you. I, I was kind of trying to look for the word that was that that described how I felt about it, and and the when you mentioned cynicism, I'm like, uh, eh, yeah, that seems to be the feeling that pervades it. Um, which is which is a shame because I love generally, like, I love even though I don't know The Simpsons or watch The Simpsons very often, I love the idea. Of an episode centered around the kids in which they go through some kind of growth, right? So mm-hmm. whether, especially with Lisa, because Lisa is considered, you know, whether you truly believe this or not, like the good child, right? Like yep. the one who's who's aiming to become a doctor and plans to use her intellect to get ahead, and and you know, it it seems I just think that the with all with that cynic lens on it, it makes her feel shallow, mm-hmm. and I don't think Lisa is a, is a shallow character except when she i don't know the in weird moments it's allowed because you can see her trying to like i'm i'm lisa i'm better than you and then like yeah. gets she's got a sense of, of pride that yeah, yeah she has a sense of pride that she can like you know be taken down a notch sometimes and i think that's okay yeah um but this one makes it feel weird so i mean I, she she is anyways. the the
0: writer's surrogate uh, We've mentioned this before um so she's that's where that like kind of sense of pride and uh um, inflated ego I guess uh, often comes <laughs> from and sure. I think that, that the writers sometimes do recognize that and they're able to like you said like undercut her a bit with the other characters and that's what they often have fun with and often is very affecting um, in this one they're not they're, she's not a writer's surrogate because like, like as far as I know none of them have gone through what she's going through in this episode mm-hmm. uh, maybe something's like uh, on a lesser level where they're just like will I grow up to be a, a dumb dumb if my parents are dumb you know, <laughs> something like that, maybe. But the idea of like it being an actual like biological like trait that you're definitely gonna have to deal with is not something I'd, uh, I I don't believe anyone's really <laughs> dealt with. Um, yeah. Maybe I guess mental illness things like that. Maybe. But maybe but that's yeah. a, that's a whole different thing. Anyway, yeah. but you know what I mean. Like it's it's they're 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 creating this scenario for Lisa that isn't based on their experiences. I think, and maybe that's why it feels a bit more cynical and a bit more um, hard to rectify in the end. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know, Greg.
1: Um I like this episode a lot and then I just have to come back and echo what uh, you were saying is just I don't like where they leave things. Yeah. Uh but like the thing is how they get there other than the B plot is <laughs> really fun. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah, yeah. The episode actually works. And they can't stick the landing. Yeah. yeah. Uh and also they do they do damage to the character of bart specifically um that they never bothered to repair yeah um mm. but i still like this episode yeah i still like it a lot and it is cynical at the end but we live in a cynical world <laughs> fuck you
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> jesus a cynical cynical <laughs> world <sighs>
2: um uh, favorite jokes uh, Mike, do you got a favorite joke? Uh, I, I have a couple favorite jokes, I think. Um, definitely one of the best ones is, I think they're all sitting at the dinner table, and Bart says something really I'll gr- dance cruel. on her grave. Uh, yeah, he says, oh, I'll boy. dance on her yeah. grave. And Marge is like, oh, Bart. no, you can't say that. We're yeah. like, Bart, what are you doing? And he's like, what? Oh, yeah, napkin, right? And he like <laughs> stuffs it into his shirt. And I'm like, that's very silly. Yep. Um, but I think... I really love the guy. That I think the best the joke that stands up throughout the whole thing is definitely the guy at the jazz club who's like, <laughs> "When Lisa do that says at home, yeah, I could just I could just listen to those non notes <laughs> at home." Um, he's
0: not wrong. He's not wrong, and that's why it's What he say? He's hilarious. like, "It sounds like she's drowning cats or something." There's something about cats, right? That he's he's complaining about the music. Yeah. You know, yeah
1: I um, I, we might have the same favorite joke. DNA. It's DNA. What does DNA stand <laughs> for? Yeah, what is
0: DNA? Troy Stanford? McClure's look to the camera, and yeah. then hard cut to the end.
1: Because you said that one, I'll take the beginning oh, of sure. the of the of it. Hi, I'm Troy McClure. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, please. <funny>. And, <laughs> and one guy looks up. He's like, he's fine. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then Billy appears. What Hi, the? B- what the? Ooh, Billy. <laughs> it's just cla- that. Like that's what I was gonna say. Is like the. I often forget, again, like, with these little segments, especially Troy McClure, um, other ones as well, just, like, ones that are arguably uh, could be removed from the episode and put in another episode and still be very funny. Like, obviously, this one ties in because she wants to learn about DNA, but even, like, the Troy McClure uh, in Lisa Vegetarian one, you know, meet (laughs) meeting and uh, you uh, together. uh, Was it Partners in Freedom? Yeah.
1: Um, Meat (laughs) Council.
0: Yeah. uh, Like, those ones obviously tie in with the plot, but don't like aren't aren't crucial they're just little side things little little almost pre-filmed segments if you will um that are so funny and i forget that that one's in this episode and it's one of my favorite ones so it's that's why I, like, I can't ever say this episode's bad because yeah. it has that in it um and there's other good stuff too like that again like one joke won't save an episode for me so like the episode as a whole is very good to me as well but that one is so crucial um, it's different than Canyon arrow uh, I, I got it, yeah, yeah. I got it. uh <laughs> and it's just th- the whole segment's so good, but just the fact that it ends the way it does with what does DNA stand for, and him just looking at the camera in fear <laughs> <laughs> and then the cut and the end, and that's what they decided to print and send <laughs> to hospitals <laughs> and what doctors show to people <laughs> who ask about it's so fucking funny. <laughs> I uh, love it so much. The logic behind it is great. It's the best, and I love Troy McClure shit like that. Um, uh, those are those are our favorite jokes. Yeah, reference desk.
3: Nice.
0: Yep. Uh, so you mentioned flowers for Algernon. That is uh definitely a uh like a through line in the episode. Uh, home R in a future episode. Also some like even some the title, yeah. uh, how it's like backwards R and everything. Um, but uh, because Lisa's taking a log of her like descent into. Uh, what she thinks will yeah. be stupidity. That's right. Uh, that's a Flowers for Algernon thing.
1: I've um, only ever seen Flowers for Charlie. Is that the one with the mouse? That's the Always Sunny.
0: Oh, right. Yeah. Philadelphia? <laughs> yeah. Because Charlie is the movie. Uh, I always forget. Flowers for Algernon in the book or the movie? Does anyone know? God, anything? I don't know. Uh, I've only seen know.
1: Flowers for Charlie. <laughs>
2: uh, and I've only read the book Flowers for Algernon. So um, bu- so book. <laughs> you just answered my question. Right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry i because i hear <laughs> i think it's also a movie so i was just curious if like, i think it is too but i think the yeah. movie's
0: called charlie i think that's that's the thing it's like because the character in the in the uh, story is charlie kay. um yes oh that makes sense um yes charlie gordon is the human uh, algernon is the mouse that's in right. in the book and they made a movie uh which won some academy awards i'm reading. Yep. Um, called uh, Charlie, and it's based on the book Flowers for Algernon. Nice. Um, Cliff Robertson is in it, uh, Uncle Ben himself. Right on. Cool. Um, sorry, I want to see what... Oh, it won. Oh, Cliff Robertson won Best Actor for it.
1: He's an Academy Award he winner? He is!
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you mean Academy Award winner Cliff <laughs> Robertson?
0: That's, ver- that's right. That's the only award it was nominated for, but it won, yeah. Nice. Oh, good uh, for him. Good for him. Yeah, because I mean, he plays the Charlie. Titular Charlie. Yeah. Oh,
2: so good. Then must be very good.
0: Um. Anyway, so that's yeah. I always I remember just always getting confused which one was the movie, which one was the book. But uh, there you go. That solved nice. it. Um. And then yeah, they did Flowers for Charlie, which obviously is a uh, play on both of those. Uh, in and it's a fortunate sunny. coincidence. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Alice doesn't live here anymore. Yep. Uh, Alice doesn't live
1: anymore. <laughs>
0: You may may remember Troy McClure from such films as Alice Doesn't Live Anymore and Mommy, What's Wrong With That Man's Face.
3: (laughs) 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 Mommy, (laughs) what's wrong with that man's face? It's such a funny bit. (laughs) Oh, my God.
0: So the uh, When Buildings Collapse is uh, a pretty clear parody of uh, Sensational Fox Shows in general, but I think specifically when animals attack. I don't mm, know if you guys ever yeah, watched that. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah very yeah. much so. That was, that's definitely, it was around this era as well. Bring so I'm that back. Sure. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, I would love that. I
0: mean, when animals attack, people get hurt. Like yeah. That's really the, that's the subtitle. That's, that's the, that's subtitle to, that's to, the whole to, thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's, the, um, that's how
1: you finish the sentence.
0: <laughs> yeah. People get hurt. Animals <laughs> yeah. are fucking scary. Yeah, yeah. they are. Uh, the Fall of the House of Usher. Oh, got to love that. Uh, that's an Edgar Allan Poe story. Subtle. And, yeah, very subtle with the building, the House of Usher collapsing. Yes. Followed the House of Usher.
1: I thought it didn't collapse. It exploded. Yeah, it, it kind expl- of impl- it, like, imploded oh, or something. Yeah, yeah it, it was, was weird. It was
0: It was a fun one. It, it was. <laughs> yeah. There's also Leaning Tower of Pisa in there. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then uh, Lisa mentions the three books, uh, To Kill a Mockingbird, Harriet the Spy, and "Yurtle the Turtle.
1: Love them. Best book on turtle stacking. Yes. <laughs> that's it. Place. I do like her impassioned speech at the end. It's quite a good. It moment. is, yeah. I like it a yeah. lot. That's
0: times. the thing. Uh, again, like her journey is very good. Yeah. Um. And just the the kind of the 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 revert to status quo choice that they make is just the wrong one. Yeah. Because yeah. there's so many other choices they could have made where she regains her confidence and realizes she isn't going to be stupid. Man. Like all you h- really have to do is just have. Uh, you know. Uh, I don't know. A doctor say, no, "Grandpa's an idiot." Like, oh, there's yeah. no Simpson gene. Like, it's that's totally. that's fucking dumb. Like, yeah. there's nothing. There's nothing in the in the your DNA that will make you stupid. You yeah. know, like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, MVP of the episode. I'm gonna say Dan Castellaneta, purely for all the Homer esque voices he does at the end. That's a damn good it's choice. A, it's a very, very good voice acting. Like. Uh, uh, display yeah. display of expert voice acting because he's doing like a homer voice but with a slight variation that you can tell they're different characters and you know we've mentioned before how good he is at like doing young homer or old Homer. you know like he's good at using the homer voice in different ways where it's believable as uh because it's, v- it's vastly different than his normal voice like he's yeah. just
1: an expert voice actor and this is a good display for him so absolutely so um I got to go with that. I'll go with Lisa. Yeah. And makes sense. Yeah. Um, Yardley Smith is always very good at when she's, when Lisa's given an episode, she's always very good at, at making you care so much about her. Yeah. yeah and you do in yeah, this episode. You do still care about Despite her. Despite some of the cynical overtones that you like, Lisa never really is. No. In this one. Um mm-hmm. uh, Yeah.
2: Uh, so I, I, MVP, I could just like pick an actor or a character. Yeah,
1: or, yeah. yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. <sighs> you can pick just, like
0: me if you want. Too many. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not Alan. Damn it! Um. <laughs> I thought that was a sale. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: uh, and you know what? For that reason, I think I'll actually make it the the violin player at the jazz club. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just because her her joke is very quick. But it's also very honest, and I appreciate yeah. her kind of honest portrayal of the artist's plight. as yeah. she, she's she an it artist. She's doing days. the hustle
0: and bustle. She's yeah, she's doing she's it all. Selling tapes out of her trunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: And uh, she's
0: trying to live the dream.
2: Yeah, and she and she brings joy to Lisa, and like Lisa can see the magic in her in her art, and and yeah, I I don't know. I think she's she's great.
1: Great. All right then. Well, Mike, yeah, thank you so much for joining us oh. again here on Two Bad Neighbors. Um, we're gonna wrap this thing up because we're running pretty long. So, Alan. hooray!
0: Thank you everybody for listening, and thank you to Mike. I will repeat what Greg just said.
2: <laughs> thanks,
0: <laughs> thanks to Greg <laughs> for being here as always. Uh, thank you to me um, for you know just being so cool. Yeah. Uh, nice.
2: <laughs> darn
0: handsome <laughs> and so gosh darn handsome <laughs> um our next episode is going to be this little wiggy s- s- strap in for that one Ooh um boy. and uh you can find us on facebook instagram twitter at bad neighbors pod or two bad neighbors a simpsons podcast you can subscribe to our patreon uh boathouse studios on patreon and get all that bonus stuff that we mentioned at the top of the episode that i won't reiterate here uh rain of fire baby um <laughs> 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 and uh you can email us at the hammock district on third at gmail.com. Numerical three. That's it. That's all. We're leaving. Good night. And keep watching the skis.